Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Caramed and Proven Investments Limited, I'm Luke Douglas, and this is another episode of Impacting Jamaica podcast. Today I'm speaking with Mr. Butch Hendrickson. He is a well-known businessman and the chairman of the National Baking Company. But uh, Mr. Hendrickson, as you may know, wears many hats. And he is a well-known philanthropist who contributes lot to the Jamaican society in many areas. Thank you for your time, Mr. Hendrickson. Welcome, Luke. Good to be with you today. So, I see on your website that you, there are so many areas of philanthropy that you are involved in. Early childhood sector, there's RDG scholarships, there's food banks, there's caring for the elderly, so many areas. First of all, where do you find the time to be involved in all these endeavors while running one of the largest uh, manufacturing companies in Jamaica. Well, actually, I'm very fortunate. Luke, good morning again. Um, I don't have to find time. There are a lot of people here at National who actually do this for me for the most part. Um, they find the time and they do all the heavy lifting. I might come up with an idea uh, of, of something I'd like to do. It's already carried through by them, or it's approved. They can say, no, we're not going to do that because we're already doing this. And there's quite a thing, lot of things that the foundation, as it has grown, mm-hmm. has taken on that I really don't know about. I, I, I read about them just like you read about them. Uh-huh. I, I see them in the newspaper, and I approve of them for the most part. I'm yes. very proud of it that we've been able to help as much as we've been able to, and we hope to continue this forever. Of course, I'm sure with your guidance, the persons here know exactly what to do, you know, from, <laughs> from the vision that you have uh, instilled in them. Yeah. Well, it's a shared vision. Mm-hmm. It's a shared vision. I mean, it's something that is first. We don't just come up with something and say, let's go. We think it through, and we think through as best we can. So, yeah, it, it works. It, it works for what it is. So, um, I wanted to just zoom in for a little while on the early childhood sector. Tell me a little bit more about what the National Baking Foundation does in the early childhood education sector. I think there are many parts of that, but the biggest, the biggest part of the early childhood was our Little Leaders program. That was an early, early childhood education initiative that started out as crayons count and then we um with Diaka Morris and Diaka actually conceptualized the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then you know she she took crayons out in a different direction. And we kept going with the um the Little Leaders program. Look essentially what that program did it provided learning tools for basic schools. I think that was a the, the tagline. So we put together kids, learning kits they had toys, crayons, play-doh, things that young kids need to um, help 
in their formative education, in the early years of their lives, the most important part of their lives, most important learning time in their lives, yeah. if we're to believe what they, the experts tell us. So we put quite a bit of money into that. Uh, I think the total value would be close to hundreds of millions of dollars went into it um, over the years. Do you recall the number of schools and students um, and, and teachers this would we put back to them? We put, we put a learning kit every year, at least one, yes. depending on the size of the school, into every registered basic school. Everyone that was registered and on the early childhood commission this, we got those things out. We had a lot of help from a lot of people yes. to do this. Other companies helped us and we got it done every year. Uh, we're very proud of that. Um, mm -hmm. It always said, you, you can't tell right away, but maybe sometime you know, somewhere down the road it will show that help. Yes. The experts tell you that's the way to go and mm -hmm. we just follow the experts. We came up with no idea about who. That's not our course friend. The Early Childhood Commission, as I mentioned, they would have guided yes. you as to what, yes, what they would be. They suggested certain, certain components for the kids, yes. and we followed that. And, and then we went abroad, and we, we got the best that we could get mm -hmm. for this stuff. We got the best Play-Doh, we got the best crayons, Adam Stewart at Sandals, because they were connection with uh, Hasbro. Manufacturers put us in touch with them. The result of that is we went, we were able to go straight to them. And when we bought Play Doh, you know, we bought some somewhere on the order of some crazy number like 50,000, 25 tons a year. Wow. Which is a lot to get out to these schools. Everybody had to get out to these schools. Remember, we had about almost 3,000 schools. Right, so that's a little leader's program. Uh -huh. Is it still going on? Well, it, it kind of ceased uh, a couple of years ago because. Mm -hmm. The teachers actually told us they had enough kids oh. that take such good care we didn't need to put any more into it. Yes. So we kind of held off a little bit mm -hmm. and then along came the dreaded pandemic. Yes. Uh, will, will we pick up afterwards? Oh, I'm sure they, 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 I'm sure the foundation has every plan to look at something else. Right. Every intention to at something else. Yes. Um, one of the challenges with philanthropic work and I suppose with other types of endeavors is the measurement of the success. Is there was, was there a way for you to say how successful this program was? We just know there's no way. I wish there was. But there, there is no way we could have. We asked, we would ask and we were told yes, it would make a difference. Mm -hmm. Probably the best measurement of the teacher themselves. Yes. They were saying, yeah, this really helped because we have this, we would not have had this this equipment, mm -hmm. these facilities, things. And the other thing that helped them to do, we actually built a rolling classroom, we still have it. And that classroom would go out and we had a full time early uh, um, education, early childhood consultant yes. uh, employed to the foundation and she would go with the classroom and she would hold classes to help the teachers learn to teach. Right. So we teach we teach a trainer, we train the teachers, yes. we train the trainers. No, that I really think helped a lot because she was able to enlighten the people. Not only that, she was able to tell them how to use it stuff that with the kids. Yes. It's the best way to, to have the greatest effect on the kids. So I want to turn the um, focus to small business. Uh -huh. And I do know that 
the foundation does a lot of work. I know at Christmas time there is a the Jamaica made Christmas yeah. at the Pegasus yeah. with all of those products that are made by uh-huh. small artisans and let me give you some relatives. Jamaica mm-hmm. made Christmas was conceptualized right at the table. Wow. Over lunch. Yes. And the question came up, what can we do to help the small artisanal business? What can we do? Small business in the export. Can't afford the market export. They need export. Mm-hmm. In the export, you have to your brand, establish your presence. Right. Came up with this idea. It's crazy idea. Let us go and take over the Pegasus for a couple of days and have a little show. Uh, yes. Well, I'm mm-hmm. sure they were happy for that crazy idea. Yeah, the property talks. Oh, we get about ninety people in this place, you know. Ninety. Yeah, I would think so. Roughly, I'm a big luck, you know. I wonder if we can fit it. I wonder if there are enough people. Well, about two hundred or something applied, so we could, <laughs> we, we were not able to accommodate them all. We never have them. Yeah. Able to accommodate them all through the different things. As a matter of fact, my brother Kevin did not finish other hotel that he's refurbishing in time. We need a bigger venue. So the last Jamaica made Christmas yes. was actually over AC Mara because wow. we spilled out into their driveway and we took over the driveway. Yes. Um, Adam wasn't very happy about it. So <laughs> um, yes. And again, so it's like what that Luxor Court and no, it was at uh, Pegasus 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 Last year we got umpteen calls. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Answer about this year, umpteen calls? Absolutely. Yeah. As long as we can do it and as long as it's practical and safe. But they know you should be having it and people get sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's the safe. We have to have this thing under control. I believe it will be under some kind of control by the way. I might as well believe that. If you don't believe it, you might as well stay in there. That's true. We thought it was a kind of a good idea. And it went crazy with him. The first afternoon the place was open, yes. I looked in that bottle with a Pegasus, and all I could say is, Lord have mercy. I just turned around and then it was <laughs> in It was so full of people yes. everywhere. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is the artists and people came from all over Jamaica. Yes. And downtown was buying Christmas presents and uptown was buying Christmas Yes, yes. I was a great example of what we can do in the country, not from our perspective on national, right. but what's available in Jamaica yes. and we just have to expose it. Yes. So, Jamaicans at home and abroad. Oh, yeah. Yes. That is actually here in a couple of cases that they actually heard about and came to it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> came from the country where they were visiting family. So, we're going to do it again. Yes, I hope so. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And I'm sure the, the small business persons involved are looking forward to it. I hold to this and I, I kind of can speak with a fair amount of um, authority on the matter. I chaired the exit bank for quite a while. That's right. And during my, my time there, I realized we were able to, well, certainly not while we were there, fulfill the needs of the small business. We just didn't have the funding available for them. Right. We didn't have the capital so we could unlend. And we couldn't have, we didn't have the, the, the money at a cheap price to unlend. But um, as we grow and strengthen our small manufacturing, our SMEs, our small businesses, we will grow and strengthen our country. Indeed. Because we need more people to own 
businesses. We need more people to own businesses that employ people. Mm-hmm. And that's how we grow our society and our country. I think that's a way of, I think early childhood education is key. And I think the growth and the continual push to increase society in the small business sector. And now, a word from our sponsors. A toast only works if it's shared with others, even when we're miles apart. So let's cheer each other on. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company. Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facilities maintenance needs? Visit Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center. We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom cleaning and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals, and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay, and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876-920-47215. Welcome back to our podcast. Um, the uh, other um, endeavors that you are involved in include scholarships, youth empowerment, children's homes, um, caring for the elderly. Just wanted to focus a little on food banks. For those who don't know much about food banks, including yourself, how do, how do they work? Well, what there are some different organizations who would ask us. Oh, this is not a food bank, but it's exams. Mm-hmm. You, you're coming up to hurricane season and the um, disaster prepared people. Yes. You, call, you need some just in case. So it, it, it's a standard thing. You a, a few hundred cases of crackers. Because crackers are great in that situation because easy to transport. Yes. You know, very hard, hard, much harder to transport. Mm-hmm. And they're in, they're in cases. So that was, that's a standard given every year. Yes. Every year. Uh, can you put a dollar figure on that? No, I can't put a dollar That's no pain in our mind. Yeah. And the, which is why the foundation was formed in Odoo. Yeah. Because I was just saying, well, send 200 there, say 400 there. And somebody said, you can't do that to the family. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. You should form, form a foundation and do it formally. Yes. Yes. Because our formal formally. Formally. And me, who are always asking for full transparency and formalness in business to do the right way, mm-hmm. guilty anyway. They took it out of my hands. Yeah. <laughs> they took it out of my hands. Look, yeah. they gave it. They gave it. The guys in the office took it over. Alex Clark and the team, and I think. Camille Riverell was here at our league and late at the time and she formed it and they did it the right way. Fantastic. And every now and then they let me get involved and they tell me what's going on. And I'm sure Jamaica is grateful. No, yes. we are the ones that must be grateful to Jamaica. Yes. But Jamaica put us in a position to do that foundation. Indeed. No Jamaica, no Jamaican possible, yes. no foundation. That is so make profit. You can't give any money away. So true. You mentioned um, when we were talking earlier about, and this is a little off of the impact in Jamaica, but you impact Jamaica in so many ways. Um, Expansion of um, national? What's happening with your expansion? Well, we have to to expand. Mm -hmm. We've got long run out of room here at our space. Yes. The plant is old. We can't shut it down to fix it. So, Logically, we're going to go to the Montego Bay and, and 
an egg stand over there. Right. So we take it right there every day. Yes. So why do it? You know, the West has grown for us. Yes. Grown steadily over time. Yes. So we're going to go down there. That's the type of expansion we're looking for. We're doing nothing for short term. Every expansion that we're putting into the country, that long-term expansion. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's all long-term. And exports, enable exports. Right? Exports were doing really well, mm-hmm. extremely well. Shipping is working. Both the price yes. and the frequency. We've had issues where the container just didn't get to where it was going and we had to bring it back to Jamaica and dump it. Wow. Mm-hmm. And some of those issues are COVID-related. I'm going to say yes, mm-hmm. and I, in the same breath I say, we need to stop blaming COVID. For everything. Yeah. Have to get down with that. Have to get down with that. Yes. But yes, it's a reality. Only to ask, with, um, with respect to all the philanthropic efforts that you and others have made, Jamaica continues to struggle with some specific issues. Um, the biggest one being violent crime. Why is it that Jamaica can't get on top of its crime problem? I can't give it. I, I can't give you the right answer. Mm-hmm. I can give you what I think is my answer, right. or what I know is my answer. Well, it, well, it's half right, quarter right. I can't. You remember what I said? We need to grow that small business sector and start employing people. Where people start to own their businesses and employ people, have the responsibility of employing people. Yes. And the more we can employ people, the more they feel good about themselves. Yes. I have no doubt in my mind that there's a certain percentage, I don't know, I hope it's very small, of people in this country, both male and female, who you will never be able to save. That's just a natural human thing. Right. Some people are unsalvageable. Mm-hmm. I also believe very strongly that the vast majority, and I'm talking in way up into the 90s now, mm-hmm. given, us, given the choice of living a good life in a meaningful legal way, will choose that over crime. Yes. Every time. Now, look, until we educate, you see, I'm going right back to early childhood now. Yes. Going right back to that early childhood base education. Until we do that, we're not going to be able to create meaningful jobs in the country because we're forever going to have the low tech. We need to move to the higher tech. Yes. We need to move to jobs that pay on the US scale. We need to be not just running machines, but creating machines. I'm not, I'm not a moment believing that you are ever going to build a motor car in Jamaica. You won't build, I've used this example time and again, you're not going to build a wing or a 787 for Boeing in Jamaica. You just right. can't do it. You yes. don't have it. Yes. But, but you might be able to build one panel on that wing. Yes. You might be able to build the inner skin of the exit doors. Because those are simpler machines, you form them and you move them and you can ship them overseas easily. Right. But you, everything has to tie up. You have to have the people who can run uh, computer numerically controlled machines. You have to have that. You have to have people who understand the idea of absolute and total quality because in some industries, they know almost you know, either are perfect or not. That's true. Then, you see, we're tying up back to the shipping now. Mm-hmm. All of those, the, 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 um, the logistics that make everything work. Yes, the transportation, right. the storage. Right. right. 
We won't pass the engine block for General Motors. Right. We won't build the engine casing for Tesla. Yeah. But there's something is maybe inside the car that we could be forming here in the country. That's right. Finishing and shipping to them in contain by the container load. Those are not the bad examples, but there are things that are, and we need to go chase after those things. You can't chase them down if you don't have the ability. So when you can chase after it, somebody says yes, and you come here, wait a minute, where are we going to get the, the skills from? Yes. You get the skills in two ways. You can start teaching from young. But what is important also is you allow people to come here and train us. And this is where I have a great problem with the way we protect our job market here with, with a lot of the service work permits. You're sitting across the table from somebody who learned more from the, well, at the time, the greatest bread, bread bakers in the world than any other person I know. I had that here because they came here when we were aligned with Continental Baking Company of the United States. Right. So as a teenager, I grew up watching these guys work. Yes. They were really, really good. So I could have bought that education anywhere else, you know, that, that they didn't teach me that type of, of education at engineering school or baking school. Right. So you don't work on my education. Nobody has on the job. Nobody has ever done that. Nobody won the job, Luke. Yeah. I was home, I was holidays, you can leave and go down to the plant and you stand up and watch them. And if you have any sense, you learn. Luckily, yeah. I learned. Yeah. I didn't do so well in school. I was awful. <laughs> so yes, I was very fortunate. Um, and this is the type of thing I think we need to get into. Seriously get into it. Right. Seriously get into it. And this is going to be... The solution seems like a long-term solution. There's no shortcuts. There's no shortcuts. No, sir. Yes. No, sir. Yes. 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 Unfortunately, the life solutions are long-term. That's right. 18 to 20 years. Start now. Mm. The, the next generation, pretty much. Yeah, but you're always working for the next generation. Yes. You and I are lost, you know, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it children? Great hair. That's right. More than, more than great hair. Great hair, not much of it, the way I thought, you know. Right. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's long term. Yes. Long term. 18 to, 18 to 20 years. And you, you, this country will be magic, absolute magic. Yes. It doesn't change your, your tourism appeal. It, it might improve your tourism product to a different level. You get a higher, what they call revenue per room. The things that, that can change. Right. But what it can change is that your manufacturing, your small manufacturing sector, no longer just small added value, but huge added value through skilled labor. So, um, in closing, Mr. Hendrickson, what would you say about Jamaica? Are you still positive, optimistic about the development of our country? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, you know, countries go bankrupt, but their, their people never quite do the same. Mm -hmm. I would like to see coming out of. Um, as we come emerge from more current problem with COVID, um, I like to say different attitude that we can do it because we will have done it just to emerge. How do I feel about it? Look, I feel good enough with the largest single investment that I this company has ever made is beginning soon. We feel good enough about Jamaica to do that. Do, do, do I have to do it? Honestly, no. Mm -hmm. 
but I should do it because I don't think that people of this country who really made national yes. deserve anything and the best bread that I can possibly make for them. How many employees does national have? About 800. 800. About 800. And at the end of your expansion, maybe in another 3 4 years, Impact in Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.